Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of MCOC and Me. It is September 15th. Uh, I'm here broadcasting from upstate New York, where it is a lovely fall day. And today's topics are going to include the Iron Man Infinity War fight that was dropped yesterday, the Summoner Showdown conclusion, and my thoughts on that, as well as the Cavalier difficulty and the Mutant Treasure Island side event. So let's just jump right into the Iron Man Infinity War fight. That was the conclusion of the Summoner Showdown yesterday. Um, A lot of people have been posting videos on who to use and which groups they're bringing in. Seen a lot of Captain Marvel movie, Black Widow Clairvoyant, uh, Ghost, and Electro. Especially Electro because he's able to not take a lot of shock damage, which is what Iron Man Infinity War will inflict during this fight. But I decided to do something a little different, something a little risky. And this might make a lot of people who are listening kind of go, you're pretty crazy for even thinking of this. But I decided to bring in one of the trashiest science champs ever, which is Abomination. But I brought him in with Red Guardian and MODOK, as well as Heimdall, just in case things got sloppy on my end. And I decided to use uh, the Hulk with him as well to boost his attack. But the Red Guardian and MODOK synergy was the cherry on top of everything because what they do for abomination is just take his poisons and they boost him through the roof and that's what you're going to need to make this fight a lot quicker and a lot easier because it all hinges on how many poisons you can inflict and if you have an abomination that has this synergy in their back pocket you're going to rip through iron man affinity war i did it in one shot yesterday and when i got done i was like oh this is pretty easy you know this was a great little uh group to bring in and it was a well thought out plan and um i thought it was a really easy and a quick fight so with the conclusion of the summoner showdown um i didn't really think that the event was too challenging obviously they nerfed everything it kind of leveled the playing field but the hardest fight in my opinion was captain marvel movie because i was just trying to figure out which chance i wanted to bring in Silver Surfer was really easy because I brought in Archangel and I just did the spam and the heavy parry thing and he went down in no time flat. But Iron Man Infinity War is always kind of a tricky champ for certain people, but I think if you just know how to fight him, if you know how his animations work, and if you're very adept at evading, baiting, and intercepting, the fight's not that hard. Um, The one thing I kind of didn't like about the whole... Summoner Showdown event um, rewards. I just thought, you know, there was a lot of unnecessary work at first for just 3,000 five-star shards, and then after the whole thing is over, you get roughly 9,000, I believe. But, I, you know, it was a piece of content for me that I didn't really put a whole lot of stock into. I just wanted to do it just to do it. It was just like, a, oh, hey, let me just clear this, and that's it. I, didn't, I don't care about where I rank on it. I just want to do it for fun. That's you know the big reason why I play the game. I just want to have fun with it. I want to have a good time. I like things that are going to challenge me, but I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket on this. Uh, I was more focused on actually doing the new monthly Cavalier difficulty and the Mutant Treasure Island side quest, which, let's segue into that. Um, the Cavalier difficulty, I've read a lot of reviews on it, and from my personal experience, I think it's a work in progress. Um, They got rid of the completion rewards, which I think really kind of devalues the whole thing because now you're turning the quest into 
a homework assignment. I think what needs to happen next time and after this Mark 1 version of it is to bring back the completion rewards, make them really good, and then the exploration rewards, which are going to require more time and effort, just sweeten the deal a little bit. Put more shards, more catalysts, uh, and, and bring back some units, please. Bring units back. Why do, why do you only have them in, like, Master and Heroic and everything else? Like, put them back. Because we love units. They get us through a lot of things. So bring them back. Please. But, I digress. Um, I did think that the positives in the the new Cavalier was, was definitely a lot of the global nodes that were very class-based because that was a cool and unique way to dive into different champs per class and maybe bring this one champ that you haven't used in a while and then the next chapter kind of change it up sort of thing. I thought that was a lot of fun. I definitely was a big fan of the buffed up and the diss track nodes because those do require you to once again go, you know, scope out your roster, figure out which champs are the best ones to clear all that stuff and have at it. Side note, if you are having trouble with the diss track, I would bring in, if you have them, of course, Archangel, also Bloodstone, Void. Void especially because that chapter 1.2, that's a very science-heavy global node. Um, Human Torch also works really well. Uh, even Hyperion can work, but that's kind of like you have to sort of stack some other buffs there. But basically, you want to find champs that are going to inflict a lot of debuffs on the opponent, whether it's Bleed, uh, Exhaustion, Poison, whatever have you. That's the whole name of the game in that diss track node so if you can tell your roster to finding those champs and bringing them in it's going to be a breeze but that was one of the experiences that i did like of cavalier which was you can't really just bring in your normal group of people you gotta you gotta play with some finesse you gotta be a little bit more tactical with your approach and that's i think what cavalier is all about but like i said i think the juice was not really worth the squeeze because the Mutant Treasure Island side event, and pardon my nautical reference on this, it blows the monthly Cavalier out of the water in terms of effort and rewards. It's probably the best event that the game has had in years. If I'm wrong about that, I'm wrong, but I've been playing for a while, and this one to me was just very exciting and I look forward to it daily. Um, for example, after the initial kind of hiccup where there was some issues with the quest, and I think it was like a reward duping sort of thing, and players were kind of exploiting that, um, it comes back, and I had saved up three keys for the legendary map difficulty. And after doing only three runs, just three, I earned enough shards to give me two five-star crystals, one six-star, and I also came away with a five-star awakening gem. And that's all in just three runs. The Cavalier difficulty, not even close. You have to kind of grind a little more on there. There's more time, more effort. But the Mutant Treasure Island, it's such, it's such a rewarding experience if you're a new player and if you're a veteran player, you'll be able to expand your roster with ease. 
You'll be able to earn more catalysts to help rank up that one champion that's been kind of on the fence because you either don't have enough gold or you're missing, you know, certain catalysts. And this is kind of like a one-stop shop to get all of that. Now, it is kind of a little tedious in terms of like, hey, you can only do it, you know, once every day if you choose that way. Or you can just stockpile everything and then go full on with it whenever you feel like it. But if you're not... If you're not doing this event, you're really doing a disservice to yourself because there's just so much to earn and so much to gain. It's going to benefit you not for just the short term, but for the long term. So I highly, highly recommend invest more time into the Mutant Treasure Island, especially if you're just trying to make bigger strides. And, you know, maybe if you're having trouble trying to get through some Act 6 stuff, this is, way, this is the thing to invest your time in. Because you'll earn champs very quickly, and you'll get them ranked up in no time. Also, a side note too, if you are having any kind of trouble trying to find the um, daily targets that is required to earn these keys, I would highly suggest going to follow MCOC Trucos on Twitter, because this account usually will list all the targets that um, are kind of in the riddle for the locker, and... It'll save yourself the time and the headaches of trying to figure out who is who. So go follow this account on Twitter. It'll make things a lot easier. They post great content. I use it regularly, and I think it's a very good uh, service for every MCOC player. So that about wraps up all the stuff I wanted to talk about with that content. And I'm going to leave everybody with kind of a little unique segment here. Um, This is going to be my champ of the day. I'm going to change this up depending on who, how and who I'm feeling about, uh, obviously. But it might be like a debuff of the day that I like or a buff of the day that I like. We'll see what happens. It's kind of a free will and experience over here. But my champ of the day is Venom because I have had an absolute pleasure playing him lately in Variant 5. Um, I found out how incredibly godly he is in Variant 2.3. Or sorry, 3.3. No, 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 wait. Yes, Variant 2, chap, Act 3, 3. As Willy Wonka says, strike that, reverse it. <laughs> and um, the uh, Monthly Cavalier, Act 2. He is just a one-man wrecking shop. I, I dare say he's probably more useful. And maybe he's just a little bit above the status of Corvus. I, I, I love Corvus, but... I find myself gravitating towards Venom way more and I just feel like he's got a lot more utility and you don't need to rank up as many fights with him and if you get the right synergy combinations with him too, he's just an absolute tank. Um, For the players that are trying to get him, the minute you do, put your foot on the gas and rank him up. He will be a mainstay in your roster and you're going to have a blast playing with him, especially if you're going up against a very powerful PI original Spider-Man it's like in uh, variant 5 one of the first fights is against Spider-Man but if you bring Venom that evade becomes null and void and he's just so cool I love his animations he's just a beast one of my favorite cosmic champs and I hope he becomes yours as well but that's all I got for today Uh, take it easy out there and tune in next time for the MC OC and me podcast. Thanks, everybody.